Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, bit of bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You control, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Said Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Show. Better on a T to the motherfucking K. You know, I deal with people all over the world. And a gentleman hit me. The other day, and I thought this would be a, a good thing to bring different aspects of life in on this show to see how people are really doing things for the community. And this is the first person I'm dealing with just to show more stuff, and we're going to be featuring more women over the next um, two to three months on my show from dieting the nail salon, all that kind of stuff. So if you have that kind of business, you want some promotion, reach out to TK Kirkland. But today is about this gentleman named Rico Parker. He does his annual black-owned festival and is in, matter of fact, Detroit, Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Saturday, August 8th, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Rico, what's going on, brother? So let me ask you a question. Normally I don't go right into uh, what people are doing, but this one I, I want to. Now, what made you want to start doing this for the kids and for your community? Okay, so actually, let me take you back to 2015. Yep. Um, I good. was working, and I had a custom print company. So I was tired of working. I'm a firm believer in God. Uh-huh. And one day I sat down and I prayed. I said, God, if you could give me some more business for my company, I'll give back to my community, no problem. So the next day, I got two of the biggest contracts my company ever had with the Detroit Police Department and a high school football team. So I said, well, I'm a man of my word. So I got me and a couple of my friends, and we uh we put together our annual Thanksgiving giveaway. I said, ain't a good way, the first one. A guy come up, he asked me, uh, can I have water? And I said, you know what, just take the whole case. So we mm-hmm. have an abundance of water. This, huh? And i never seen nobody's face light up like this over water. And it was right at that moment I knew I needed to be involved <laughs> in the community every day. That's awesome. Yes, sir. That's awesome. You know, I don't mess with God. I remember I've, it's been plenty of times I say, God, you get me out of this. I'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. And he'll get me out of it. And sometimes I might do do it again, but it always works out pretty good for me. And I always tell people in life, I hear stories like this with you, that if people just try to do the right thing, because you're not perfect, right? You're not perfect. But you got to do more good things in the universe than bad, just in case you have to cash it in. Yes, sir. You understand? See, when I was young, I used to catch a lot of cases, right? Uh Uh-huh. 
but I did so much for everybody. I did so many good things for everybody that when it was time for me to cash in and ask God for help, he was always there. Always come through every time. Because we make mistakes, right? We do make mistakes in life. Yes, sir. Nobody's perfect. But if you if your good outweighs the bad, it is not too bad of a consequence. Like, you can't do murder and expect God to look out for you, even though he does sometimes. You can't do you can't do high profile stealing, raping, high credit card fraud, and expect him to look out. Even though sometimes people do have serious crises and still manage to come out of prison ten, twelve, fifteen years and do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I right? I'm quite sure you see a lot of people who went to prison, came home doing better than you. That's that's for sure. I actually have a cousin that spent 15 years in jail, and now he rides a successful car wash. And it's amazing, right? He's like, wow, I'm not here on the streets all this time. This person went away for 10, 15 years, and he's balling. Balling, yes, sir. So what's what's your motivation on this now? What keeps you going to do this every year and how do you get your financing? Do you put your own money up? Do you have sponsors? Because uh, if I can get well, my fans my you know if I can get my fans to give you fifty cent, a dollar. Uh, that'll help well, because I, I wanna do something for you. I wanna be able to have my fans who are listening to go to your website and all this kind of stuff, and even if it's a dollar, fam, I want to get true because we have a million, we have a, a lot of followers on this program, and if everybody gave a dollar, you would be in great, great, great. I mean, you're doing fine now, but a little bit, a little bit more won't hurt. Yeah, yes, I would, I would really appreciate that. So let me tell you a little bit more. So my all yeah, my events. All my events, I actually pay them out of pocket, so none of them are for profit. I just, I just love giving to the community. I just love seeing us together, and it is more of a mission than profit. My mission is more so to to bring the community together, and I just love seeing people work together, and we we come together and make things just bigger every year. So my motivation is just seeing people doing great things, and we just all come together. I just love it. Uh, now, how you plan on handling this with this pandemic and the COVID thing? What, like, what, what is some of the what is the necessary steps you're taking to make this safe? That so way, when people every, come out, they know. So every station will have hand sanitizer, and we'll have somebody right at the front where you enter with masks and hand sanitizer there. And we require everybody to follow the social distancing guidelines. And if you got a mask, that would be a little bit better if you could bring it out with you. Right. Uh, we have the mask and hand sanitizers. Each table will be at least 6 to 10 feet apart, so we got all bust up. So we going to follow all the CDC rules and all Michigan guidelines. Okay, that's good, because Michigan was, I was watching the news since March. You know, I had to stop watching TV. 
because television and news can affect your daily mental, right? Yeah, yeah. It can create anxiety, depression. And I kept wondering why I was always having this little slight pain, not in my arm, it was just in my forearm on my right side. Because I'm always thinking, I'm always playing chess in my head. I'm not broke. I'm very successful. But I think of things way in advance. Like, I, my mind is on the year 2025, 2026, 2027. Mm-hmm. That's just how my mind is trained to think. I, I'm that far advanced. Making sure financially I'm straight, making sure financially my kids are straight. I'm going to do the certain things I have to do for the kids even more so as we get older, right? Yes, and when we watched this pandemic, and Detroit was a true hot spot because you guys was dropping like flies out there in March. Yeah, it definitely was crazy at the beginning of the pandemic here. Uh, but, but now we... We didn't calm down a little bit. I know we had the, the lowest cases last month, so okay. that was a good plus. Yeah, that's a good plus, you know. But it's just amazing. It's something I should suggest, and I'm going to start um, doing this sort of people and promoting it more. we got to get people to start taking care of their health better. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I'm an avid about that. Make sure you at least an apple a day to keep the doctor away. Right, like you got, they got to walk for an hour. You got to be able to meditate. You got to eat right. Cause you know what I know that um, most people don't do is that they don't know how to eat. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But I also, I'm also a believer that health is more than just what you put in your body. I think the health goes into what you read, what you watch on TV. So I think outside of eating, I think that people need to focus on that also. Right, and I see that you've been watching my Instagram page, so that's good. You just you just posted that today? I posted it yesterday. Okay, all right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh, but eating, but eating, and I talked about that. Diet is just not food. Diet is your mind, what you what you read, your, your people that you have around you, all mm-hmm. that. It's extremely important about your energy and who you have around you. It's, it's, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, this, this event on the 8th is extremely important because it's good vibes, it's good networking at the same time. You know, you come in, you can meet people, and you'd be surprised what angles and different directions you can go in life um, just getting up, washing your ass, and um, lotioning your body and just go out for a few hours just to enjoy the day and enjoy the atmosphere. And you heard what he said. They're going to have um, hand sanitizers there, masks, and then you just enjoy yourself. And don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to say hello. Um, that's the thing, too, because um, with social media and these masks, makes people uncomfortable to talk to one another. And you got to be able to still try to communicate with people. Even like when I'm on Instagram or social media and if somebody want to say hello to, 
I tell them to call me. I, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to get with you. I'm just that guy who just want to say hello to make the connection, to hear your voice, just to put a smile on your face. I, I just love doing that. Just like when you reached out to me, I really like, I mean, I get so many people want me to do or promote their situation, but I try to take the time um, to do my research and your situation was excellent. Plus, you're from a city that um, I just truly love. I just love Detroit. Oh, yeah, Detroit's a great city. Yeah, Detroit is a great city. And no matter what is going on in the world, pandemic, hurricanes around the world, unemployment is at a high rate, Detroit is always standing tall. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you guys yeah. don't never miss a beat. That's, I find that fascinating. Yeah, we we did survive quite a few storms in Detroit. Yeah, you de- you definitely have. Yeah, you definitely have. Now, are you born and raised in Detroit, Michigan? Yep, born and raised Detroit on the west side in the Brightmore community. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, born and raised there. We went to DPS schools all my life. Right. Now, what kind of schools are those? DP, oh, that's our public schools, Detroit public schools. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you got the, the anchoring down to the T. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of work do you do other than the event that you perform? What, what what are you into? Um, I I do uh, I work for a utility company, so we I audit I audit uh. Companies like cable companies and connected to the electric poles. I was the utility. Okay, all right. So you're making good money. Yeah, so that's why I say it's not really about the profit. I kind of come out of pocket for all my events myself. Yeah, and it's a good tax write-off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, what made you want to climb a damn pole to do to do that? Like, what what inspires you to do that? Well, it's actually not climbing poles. I actually, I I do it from the bottom of the pole. They give us binoculars so we don't have to climb. But one of my friends actually worked there, and he hooked me up with a job a few years ago. Wow. And ever since then, I've just been loving the job. I, I actually used to work at a plant prior to this, and I just was, I was fed up with the plant jobs, and he introduced me to a new way of working, and I just fell in love with the work. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So you said you was working at a plant. Yep, an auto plant. Right. Well, you only got one in Michigan, right? No, oh no. Yeah, plants all over Michigan. Everywhere you turn, it's a plant somewhere. I never auto knew that. Plants. I just thought yep. that was just Chrysler. No, we got Chrysler here, Ford here, GM. Um, Cause you know Ford was they originated in Michigan uh, in Dearborn. Right. So, yeah, we have a few of day plants. Actually, probably see a lot more of those than the Chrysler plants. Yeah, I never knew that. I never knew there was more than one. Yeah, I never knew that. So what's the goal now? What's the goal to the trade event? Like, we, we, what's your dreams over the next couple of years with this? Um, I want to be able to travel the world and just, bring a lot of black-owned businesses together and teach us, teach the community how to circulate the money within 
Right. Teach us how to gain our power back. So that's my end goal to really just teach all my brothers and sisters how to circulate our money with demons. Okay, so give me an example. How would you go about teaching people to circulate their money in the black community? Well, well, we need to learn how to learn how to communicate. So uh, I think every time somebody needs something, I think you need to call a friend first before you decide to go to a big box retail store. So mm-hmm. I think communication within the community is key. And I think that's the biggest key right there, just the communication. And I see, and then the way that I'm doing it is I hold several events and I just show people how to come together uh-huh. and all our sources together as one. Uh-huh. Okay, that's definitely important. Now, how do you feel about the um, the voting coming up this year? What like, are you promoting at your events and on your social media and your Instagram about how it's important to vote in November? And what I would like to suggest when you talk to people and people listening, I think there is going to be a little fraud, right? But. <laughs> But if we come out in big numbers, they won't be able to manipulate the system. Yeah, that that's for sure. Because our vote is the major vote, and Michigan, that's, that's and that's we have funny. to vote. We always say we have to vote, but people don't think we should because, in actuality, they say that the presidents never really look out for the the rights of the black man, right? Mm-hmm. They like they okay, they get in there and they never really do nothing for us. And how do you feel about that? Well, that that's where I come in with the teaching us how to keep our own money. I feel like we we shouldn't look to nobody for help. So even we, I do think we need to go out there and vote. I think that's very key part to get our people in office so we can start getting resources within our community. But what I don't think we should do is think about what the politics are doing for us and start building our own communities. Right. And you look at Black Wall Street and Tulsa, Oklahoma. Remember the we had yep, that? So I do. I'm aware. We have, we, they gave us our own land. We made our own resources. We didn't turn to them. And I think we could get back to that point in life where we have our own resources within our own community and don't have to worry about politics. So, but I do think people need to get out there and go vote because they could give us extra boots to get to that point again. And I wish more people with money, I'm not just to say Afro-American, I've got to say Afro-American, would create more schools for Afro-Americans because, see, the power, I know we march for certain things, but what we really have to march for as well, other than Black Lives Matter and Top Stop killing us, is Mm -hmm. the terrorism we have in the schools from not getting the knowledge that we are supposed to have because the white man controls the books. Or at least the books that that come into our schools. And I'm a firm believer in that too because even, like, when I was in school, I didn't learn about Central Oklahoma or I didn't learn about Nat Turner. Yeah. Our school really kind of taught us their history. So I their history. That, yeah. Uh, we don't know nothing about our history, and I think 
But if we start this from a young age and knowing these things, it can have a, a, a profound effect on your life. And I, I just found I out that. last week, I just found out two weeks ago that Beethoven was black. Yeah, who was black? Beethoven. Beethoven. Wow, I did not know that. See that? Wow. You see, the white man has whitewashed that situation and had us thinking all these years that Beethoven was white. Exactly. Yeah, sir. I, I think you all are something with that one. I think we could get that going. And uh, I do think that they should teach a little bit more of our own history to us. Because I do feel like that could create more leaders and show us that we wasn't always at the bottom of the totem pole. Right, really that's why. That yeah, that's why I don't support slave movies when they come out in the movie theater, like the Harriet Tubman films and all that. Uh huh. And here's my reason why, right? Out of all the damn movies we put out every two or three years, it's always a slave movie. And that's just their way of subliminally still telling us that we were slaves. Yep. Yep, because I don't, I don't watch slave movies either. I don't like that. So I don't. I don't watch it. It's like mind tricks with you and lets you know that you will always be at the bottom in the back of our minds. Right. And you're, and you're mentally programmed. You're mentally enslaved by watching it mm-hmm. because we are all influenced by TV. Somehow, some way, we are influenced by TV. Even if it comes down to clothes, even if it comes down to your way of thinking, even to judge a person of color is based on television. If you have on the news every day that black-on-black crime exists and you really believe that and that's all they promote, you people who don't really know the world believe in what they see on TV. Not knowing that there's white on white crime and there's eighty five percent more whites killing each other than there's blacks, but the news will promote the blacks more than they promote the whites. Yeah, yeah, and I and I do think T V does play a part in that because I I actually met a Caucasian male and I was he told me I literally was the first black person he ever met and he just kinda of giving me the whole rundown like his whole vision just came of black people came from TV. And so he basically thought we all were thugs or whatever they thought to us. So I do think TV plays a big part in the way people look at black people or the way people think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And even when I was watching the – in this weekend trying to pass the, the bill – for the pandemic, uh, uh, um, this three, this trillion dollars, and how the um, let me get his name right. How uh, they always trying to make a thing like Afro Americans. I mean, not Afro Americans that Americans don't want to work, right? Uh-huh. And it's not that. What's his, what's his name? Um, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell don't want to give us another six hundred dollars a week. But in 2019, everybody was working. Everybody was busting their ass. We was asking nobody for shit. They fucked up. Your president, 
the, the, the politics, the politicians fucked up and put us in a situation. So I believe in accountability. I believe that if you, excuse my language, fucked up, this is what you should give the American people. This is the consequences you have to abide by because y'all fucked up. We were working. Everybody was doing what they supposed to do. And then you got this man of a leader who claims X, Y, and Z, his, 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 his self-hate of himself and his racism ways about destroying everything Obama has done has put us in this bad situation. Then with poor leadership we have out here that nobody want to wear a damn mask. The rest of the world is getting back to normal. And here we are in America. They won't even let us into other countries now because independent people don't want to wear their damn mask. So here we are, people still dying, and this could have been, it didn't even have to be this bad. They could have locked down the whole nation back in March for two weeks, the whole nation, locked down, bam. We all would have been okay. We would have had a decent summer. Everybody went back to work. But now the the damn year's over. The fucking year's over. It's 2021. I don't care what nobody say. This is August. At this point... Uh, yeah. Four, four I, months I, I, away. August. This is August, September, October, November. We four months away from December. And I feel like the pandemic gonna keep going until till we get it right. I think we need a stronger leader for this pandemic than what we've been having. And here's the thing about politics and debates. I don't want to see Biden and Trump debate. I don't think Biden can handle him. No, no, I don't think that's a good one for him. I, I personally believe Hillary should run again. Well, yeah, yeah, it's too late now. But Biden can't go word for word with Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a, a habitual liar. He talks loud, and the common sense of the world is at an extreme low. That you really listen to this motherfucking um, Donald Trump? Exactly. So he don't have all the people come out and vote. But right, he's a he's just horrible. I don't really care for him too much. Gets under my skin. Yeah, he gets under my skin too, fam. And I believe it or not, that's why I truly stopped watching the news. Because this man was irritating me. Yeah. Yeah, he was really irritating me. But Mr. Rico, Mr. Rico, Mr. Rico, Mr. Rico, I want to say thank you for what you're doing for your community. I want to thank you. No one has told you uh, for giving back and having the mindset of what you have to want to help people. And can you give us your Instagram, your um, website, and even your cash app so people can contribute to you, my man? I really would want this to happen because I think that um, this is an amazing thing you're doing for your community. And I wish other people who have the resources, who have the heart, 
to do what you're doing for their community. So can you give us that information real quick? All right. Uh, so, so my Instagram is at Brother Rico Parker. Rico is spelled with two C's, R-I-C-T-O, Brother Rico Parker. Uh, and then you can go on my website at RicoParkerOfficial.com. You can go on there. You can sign up for different events. It's a whole list of events if you want to go to a particular one. Even if you don't want to volunteer and you just want info about it, you can email me on there. Or you can cash at me at Rico P, R-I-C-C-O-P. And, or you can email me at RicoParkerOfficial at gmail.com. And can you give us your uh, cash app one more time? I think you went out for a second. Uh, it's Rico P, R-I-C-C-O-P. Okay, we appreciate you. Mr. Rico Parker, and God bless you, my man. You stay in touch with me. If everything goes right, I'll be performing at the Punchline Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. All right, That'd you're my perfect. guest. You know, you'll be my guest, and we'll chop it up and do our thing. To the rest of the world, wear your mask, whether you believe it or not. Stay healthy. Um, think twice before you send your kids to school. Um, and just make sure that they're in a safe, 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 safe place. On that note, this is a TK Kirkland podcast. You already know what it is. You already know what it's about. May God bless you, and may your pain be champagne. You take care of yourself, man. Thanks for having me on, brother. You got it, my man. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.